0: And we do give all glory, praise and honor to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who is alive and doing well to all of you, uh, pulpit associates, officers, members, friends, to Um, elder, faithful, getting involved in the praise and worship. I like that. Amen. Curtis, our drummer, to everybody who is a part of the body, we greet you in that name that's above every other name, and that's the name of Jesus. Amen. The weather's fine, it's warm, but don't get sidetracked. Couple more days, and you'll need coats on. And I heard uh, Reverend Pointer mention on the 20th we'll be giving out winter coats and different sizes. And he'll come later and let you know what those sizes are. Uh, Tuesday, November the 8th. Don't forget to take the time to vote. Amen. Amen. Somebody, give God. We need to take the time to vote. Tuesday, November the 8th call a family member, call a friend, call a neighbor. Encourage that individual or those individuals. We need to vote. Stop with that mentality. It don't make a difference. It does. And there are people that are counting on us not to vote. You keep on looking for the perfect candidate, non-existent, non-existent. So, uh, you got to make a choice. And don't say, well, I'm not going to know, and then get in and somebody else and then complain again and again. Vote. It's very, very important. I want to again thank you for your prayers and support, support for me and my family. My 95 year old mother in law, she's uh, continuing to trust God for his will at this juncture in her life. It's amazing how she said, whatever God says, I'm ready. Amen. Everybody can't say that. I called her mom. I said, mom, mom said, I'm not worried. Just a matter of time. Whenever he says so, I'm ready. I want to thank you for my brother Jerome, his prayers. He's able to open his eyes, smile, turn his head from left to right. Now, Sister Calhoun, that's major. He Before, he couldn't look at you. We, we got together and said, that school's out. But God. but God. But God. Amen. Amen. So we want to keep him in prayer. And all of our sick and shutters, please don't get me. Everybody, anybody in here have a family member that needs the sick? I'm talking to you, 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 Everybody. Everybody has a family member, a friend, a church family member. Mary Halliburton, I heard. It's just so many people. And if I call names, since they'll, then I'm going to leave out somebody. They're going to say, you're so everybody's included. Amen. Don't forget our fall revival. Amen. Starting this Wednesday. Invite a friend, a co-worker. I don't know how. Is there any accesses on Facebook or if it's going to be on Facebook, so you're not locked in just to, to huh? and YouTube, so you can invite coworkers or the neighbors, so check, check our church revivalists out. Starting this Wednesday, it's going to be Minister Gloria Presley. Amen. Amen. 7.30. 7.30. Please do what we do for all preachers. Bring an offering. I'm talking about, I'm included too. I, I cash out the, the preachers also. Amen. Just like if we invited somebody in here, you wouldn't let them go out without, we're going to do the same thing. We have quality preachers here on our staff. Am I right about it? Let's treat them like so. Give God some praise one more time. Minister Presley's on the ninth. Minister Tamika Gilbert, who's out sick today, she's on the 20th, no, 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 the, the, um. 16. Thank you, thank you. And then uh, Reverend Richard Pointer's on the 23rd. Amen. So we we want to be mindful of those that are out uh, uh, looking and viewing. Please mark uh, your, that date and let's be a part of. Amen. Somebody already asked me, Pastor. I was enjoying um, uh, the the, the uh, Bible study last week because we talked about argument. How to how to you know anybody sick and tired of arguing with other people? Anybody that's what our Bible study, how to how to how to deal with how how to handle these arguments. How do you everybody's arguing with somebody and God addresses that? Somebody asked me, Pastor, well, where you gonna be? I said, I'm gonna be we're gonna be got by we got revival and I'll pick up on where we left off after that. Amen. Again, our soul food Thanksgiving service. It's already been mentioned. That's November the 20th. We again ask that you would continue to Donate uh, the the food making or money to buy some food. Amen. Um, uh, We still need, we're going to ask for a few volunteers to help to clean up too. Because the more people you have to help to clean up, the faster everybody will get out. Am I right about it? So we need to volunteers to help with the cleanup. Invite a friend. Amen. I've invited folk. Amen. And I said, get there at 1030. Amen. Uh, Praise report. Sister LaKeisha Baeza, where's she? where she at? She was, she wasn't. How am I now? She she, here. She just was around here, but anyway, she's been accepted into a doctoral program, two-three year program. Amen. And uh, after she completes the program, she said, "No, we're on Dr. Baeza." Amen. 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 That's praiseworthy. Amen. Matter of fact, I salute all of our members and friends that are pursuing education in this. I don't even know it's post-COVID because you got something else breaking out. Everybody got to be careful. Amen. I got my mask on sometime and sometime I don't. And you got to be selective. And then sometime you walk in with your mask on, people saying, what you think? Something wrong with me? Listen, maybe something wrong with me. So I got my mask on. Amen. So, so, so. We got to do what we got to do. Let's get into the word. 2 Chronicles chapter 7 verse 14. 2 Chronicles chapter 7 verse 14. I'm reading from the New King James version. 2 Chronicles chapter 7 verse 14. When you get there say amen. Verse 14 of Second Chronicles 7, chapter 7, verse 14 says, If my people uh, who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then, y'all missing it, if then I will hear from heaven, will forgive their sin and heal their land. This is part two of our sermon titled God's recipe for revival somebody say god's recipe for revival let me begin by saying this america is in serious trouble i wish i had some listeners out there y'all going to help me preach this thing America is in serious trouble. Deacon Johnston, from sea to shining sea, we are witnessing the the, 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 the disintegration of a nation. Regardless of which side of the political aisle you sit on, It's clear, I said it's clear, that things over there, y'all can come on over here and sit down if you want. It's clear that things are coming apart at amazing speed. The United States is quickly becoming, y'all listening, the divided states of America as disunity threatens everybody. Conflicts, false conspiracy accusations are on the rise. People in high places lie right in front of you. Am I the same? Y'all go with me here? People used to cover. Now they get out in front of everybody and lie, lie. Lie, lie, lie. People in the pulpit. People in the white house, blue house, out house, your house, my house. Lying. It's making lying become tolerant and acceptable. I said, we're in trouble. Y'all didn't hear this. and Y'all going to help me preach. Family breakdowns. Immigration crisis. The obvious racial division. It's clear, Reverend Pointer, that the nation, our nation is unraveling. Coming apart at the seams, Sister Pat. And add to this the continuing moral decay or decline that is covering and overwhelming us, whether it's the redefinition of marriage and the family, the abortion denial crisis, the problems of what is being taught in our school system and what is not being taught. There are constant reports of multiple shootings. Nine people shot. 40 shots. The police up the street, and people just don't give a who. Y'all ain't gonna help me, pray. I said, give a who. Some of y'all cringed. No fear of law enforcement, brazen murders. Man, I had to go out to pick my wife up for mom's last night, and I just say, Lord, take me and bring me back. Y'all ain't gonna help me. Ain't no guarantee. You you can mind your own business. That's who they're getting now. I tell you, we're in serious trouble. The media has been accused bias and sensationalism. In other words, they gravitate toward whatever draws the most attention of the people. And commercialism that pays big bucks. Fake news and cyber attacks are triggers, not causes. Y'all better get this. Because the problems already exist and have been festering over a long period of time. They just got somebody that was bold enough, brazen enough, wicked enough to get out there and say whatever. Don't know that just like me, you're going to have to answer to a God that sits high and looks low. Everybody got an answer to God, from the pulpit to the door, seal it, no fear. The issues that confront us are structural and systemic. And if that ain't enough, we have to deal with the constant threat of not only foreign terrorism, but now, even more so, domestic yeah, yeah. terrorism. Yeah. Am I covering everything here? Yeah, yeah. I said we're in trouble. We have been. We have cheating and self-rewarding politicians who cause overblown debt. Don't you know that the gas prices right rising are politically? You know, let's get. The Democrats out and, you know, when we get in, then we'll, you know, Saudi Arabia, we negotiate, you know, all about money and power. Uh, The future of our culture is in the hands of Christians, y'all. Because the cause of our cultural demise is, from the beginning, spiritual. And if a problem is spiritual... Its cure has to be spiritual as well. That's right, that's right. Can I get a witness? I'm talking about God's recipe for revival. And if believers are going to turn our people, our cities, our neighborhoods back to God, then we've got to do some personal soul searching. Am I right about it? We've got to stop pointing at somebody else's wrong. Check yourself. Look in the mirror and say, am I doing what I'm supposed to do? Am I doing what all that I'm supposed to do? Is it me? <laughs> We've got to fall on our knees. I didn't even get into the sermon yet. We've got to fall on our knees and our faces before God and pray. It's not about MAGA, make America great again. Uh, I don't know about MAGA, but I know about Mara. That's my translation. Make America revival receptive again. I just gave it a new name. Make America great now. Make us receptive to revival again. Or maybe for the very first time for some people. Who knows? I'm talking about God's recipe for revival. And we need to not only talk about prayer, but pray. Not only agree on the importance of prayer, but pray. Not only preach on the power of prayer, but pray. Prayer is an earthly request for heavenly intervention. I wish I had some help up in here. Somebody thought Sister Eleanor was being busy when she said, pray, 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 pray. God said, pray, 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 pray. pray." Prayer is the tool and strategy. That we have been given in order to pull something down out of the invisible and into the visible. Prayer. Prayer moves or enacts God's hand in history like nothing else. Because prayer is relational communication with God. Stop trying to see him. Talk to him. You'll talk back. Anybody know God talks back? Through His Word, through people, through circumstances? God's talking all the time. He's talking right now to somebody out there. Now, we're not in your business, but some people don't come to church, but you hung out all last night knowing that church, and you said, oh, I'm not going to church. I'm going to do my due on Saturday night, and uh, church is. We need revival. Remember the promise of God in Second Chronicles 7.14 is an awesome promise. And it begins with the word, Crystal, if. If Israel obeys contextually, they will be blessed. If Israel disobeys contextually, they will be judged. In other words, the verse begins with an if followed by a then statement. Simply means that the then part is based on the completion of the if part. (laughs) The first part itemizes what should be done if we're to expect the second part to take place got a lot of people praying God do this do that and the other and God says are you doing what you're supposed to do (laughs) God said I told you to pray (laughs) God has been how many people has God been good to in here out there how many people let me see your hand God says somebody ought to praise me somebody ought to say thank you every now and then if I've been good somebody else ought to know that I've been good God is a good God God is good all the time and all the time God is good. Preach pointer to yourself. First part of 2 Chronicles 714 is what the nation of Israel should be do in order for God to carry out his part. Solomon had dedicated the temple with a prayer. The Lord said he had heard don't miss that Solomon's prayer, somebody think God in here God want to know of you for real yeah, yeah, yeah. pray once or twice and that's it, no the time to be persistent and consistent yeah. well he heard, if he can hear there's your attitude smart so and so thank you Holy Ghost smart Alec. that's all The Lord said he had heard Solomon's prayer and had chosen the temple for his place. The temple, this big dwelling place, or the temple that resides on the down inside of you and me. God has chosen some of us to represent him. He's chosen all of us, but some even more specifically than others because everybody's not as willing as everybody else. Come on, somebody. God said, I've heard. And then the Lord, verse 7, 2 Chronicles 7 says, The Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said to him, I've heard your prayers and have chosen this place for myself as a house of sacrifice. Man, I could stop there and preach this just right there, but we got to move on. God appeared to him and gave him some reassurances and warnings. For his people, do what you're supposed to do. And I'm faithful, and I'll do what I told you I would do. How many know that God is faithful? Don't 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 play now. How many of us know know that you know that you know that you know that you know that, you know that God is faithful? May not get there when you want him to, but he he's always on time. God ain't never late. They needed to do four things in order, in the order listed in the text that he commanded them. Then he said he would hear from heaven, forgive their sin, and heal their land. You know the four things. In other words, if there is humility, was one. If there is prayer, is two. It's in there. If there is focus, in other words, seeking God's face. If there is obedience, a turn from their wicked ways. Notice everything starts with if. <laughs> How many of us thank God when you woke up this morning? How many of us like me forget the first thing, have forgotten to first thing? No, I, I, yeah, I have on occasion forgotten the first thing to say thank you, but I get my thank you in. Yeah. Most of the time I get, waking, I say, thank you, Lord, for allowing me and my family another day. That, that That's even before my feet hit the floor. My eyes open, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, for waking me up to see one more day. Thank you. Too dangerous, seen and unseen. <laughs> I went out there last night <laughs> talking about moving the car back, Brother Jimmy, because I had to park up near the corner. Man, they hot around here on Saturday night. Woo! No parking spaces. Sunday morning preaching and prayer time is empty. Let everybody go. Where they go? <laughs> honey can I tell them, we was on our way in might have been about 10 o'clock and, and no harm done it was a call full of, full of young ladies they said I passed in Sister Paula. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with it but we didn't know, we said hey hey!" I said who it is honey, he said I don't know I said hey, I said they know us good thing we were just coming in wasn't staggering in We'd have been spotted, Eleanor. Can't hide. Ah, Everything begins with the word if. Am I right about it? If. If is an interesting word. It's one of the most important words in the Bible because it speaks directly to our responsibility to God. Y'all didn't know that? Most promises in the Bible have conditions, and the word if speaks to those conditions. Let me give you a few, few few examples of the importance of the word if. Y'all with me? Y'all take the notes. Notice the connection in the Bible between if and "here." Mark 4.23 says, if anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. There's another connection, if and listen. Luke 16, 31. But he said to him, if they do not listen to Moses and the prophets, they will not be persuaded even if someone rises from the dead. There's another connection between if and obey. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 14. If anyone does not obey our instructions in this letter, take special note of that person and do not associate with him or her so that he will be put to shame. Can I give you another association with if? If and voice, Revelation 3 and 20. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anybody hears my voice and opens the door, wait a minute, Ah, Hears my voice, people hear God, but they won't open the door. Mm, Y'all missed that. You say God ain't talking. God's been talking to a whole lot of us, but you got to open up the door. Behold, I stand and knock. He's really talking to believers. We use it for evangelism, but He's talking about it. God has been trying to talk to some saved folk for only God knows how long. But you won't open up the door. You keep leaving God on the porch. Yeah. Some people won't let him in because of what's going on on the inside. Can't go upstairs. Can't go down the basement can't even get in the dining room. Got a door slide. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him and and will dine with him and he or she with me. There's another connection. I'm trying to hurry up. If and heart. Romans 10 and 9. If you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Can I give you another if? If and faith, Luke 17 and 6, and the Lord said, if you had faith, like a mustard seed, just a little teeny bit, you would say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and be planted in the sea, and it would obey you. I said 2nd Chronicles 7 14 begins with the word if, and then it continues with my people. Yeah. Can I teach a little bit? Not much My people, yeah. <laughs> if y'all read it, my people. Yeah. <laughs> Who are the my peoples of God this morning? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who are the my peoples uh, 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 of God? Eleanor, the only one raising Who, who are the my peoples of God up in here, out there this morning? You ought to know by now. Is it you? Are you? Are you? Are you? Are me? <laughs> notice the people, my people in the text was referring to the nation of Israel okay, but but but, but the, see because the Israelites are God's chosen people, you, that's, that's what it is and God had a covenant relationship with them so therefore he directly addressed them as my people, but that doesn't leave you and I out, thank you Lord <laughs> see, see. Notice, sometimes people identify themselves as God's people without ever having a relationship with Him. People just walk around talking. About, I'm saved. I know. I know God. Demons know Him or know about Him, but they're not saved. We're all God's creation, but we be careful how we use the word "children." See, we have to make a decision. On whether or not we're going to be part of his family. Hello, somebody. Don't 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 miss the part where God says, "Called by my name." Oh man, I got to hurry up, because But it, it's so much. It this is pregnant with truth. If my people <laughs> called by my name, don't miss that part about my name. In other words, anybody who places their faith in God and calls for his mercy is somebody who is called by his name. You, you understand God loved his people in the Old Testament, but he continues to love the people like you and I in the New Testament because of Christ's sacrifice, which is available to everybody. And I right about it? You and I have the opportunity to be called by his name to be considered one of his children. I, 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 I love that. <laughs> I wish I had a few witnesses in here. I, I wish I had a few out there watching online this morning. God's name represents everything we will ever need. <laughs> Y'all missing this stuff. <laughs> it's so good to be called. It's so good to be called by his name and be his people. God's name reveals his divine character, his power, and his awesomeness. We serve an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns, come on, from heaven. To- we sing it all the time. We serve an awesome God. God's name in the Hebrew Bible is Elohim. The name Elohim means strength and might. It is the common Hebrew term for God. He's also identified by names like I am. He is self sustaining. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide. Jehovah, the self existing one. He's whatever you need. Whenever you need and we got different needs on any given day, but whatever the need is, God says, I'll meet that need. God says I'll meet your need. God meets my need. I need mercy and grace each and every day. New Testament. Acts four and twelve says, Our salvation, our deliverance, our rescue from eternal damnation is because of the name of Jesus. (laughs) Verse 12 of Acts 4 says salvation is found in no one else for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. Then Philippians 2 and 10 and 11 says that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under, under the earth and every tongue shall declare that Jesus 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 is Lord, is Lord to the glory of God the Father. I know I'm boring y'all, i got to sit down. (laughs) Acts 4 and 12 says only Jesus has the power to save. Only Jesus. (laughs) Not Jesus and this one and that one. Only Jesus. No other name. Under heaven. Under the earth. On the earth. In the sea. In the sky. In your house. In this church. Can be saved. Except by the name of Jesus. Uh, You can't be a part of the my people crowd and not know him in a personal relationship. I'm talking about God's recipe. I'm trying to get out. Notice the list of four things God commanded in verse 14. We ain't going to go over them because y'all can go home and look at them. Humble yourself. Pray. Seek God's face. Somebody need to be taking notes. Turn from their wicked ways. I got to turn from my wicked way. Make it personal. Because we love the point. You got to turn from. No, no. You, you, you. You, you, me, me, me. You, you, me. We. Is that better? We have to. From the pulpit to the door. Ceiling to the floor. We got to turn from. Somebody told me. I used to say that out of ignorance when I was a uh, uh, didn't know no better when I first started preaching that. I used to say turn and I would come back 360 and I thought woo dummy came back to the same stuff I tell you y'all grow as I grow I said you mean tell me you did a spin like a top and came back to the same nonsense turn away from not back to the then blessing comes after the if conditions are met and obeyed. If my people do what I require of them, then I'll do what I promised. Three things God said he would do. Hear, forgive, and heal. Is God talking to somebody this morning? God says you've been praying. If you're praying like I asked you to pray, I'll hear, I'll forgive, yeah. no matter what yeah. you did. Yeah. Just for a minute. Yeah. I ain't going to start now, but some of us have been guilty. Yeah. Man, I'm hot in here. <laughs> it's all good. I'm glad we got heat. Amen, <sighs> Amen somebody. And Amen. now we get 20 degrees, be warm like this too now. Lord have mercy. Hear, forgive, heal. Is God talking to somebody in here or out there this morning? God sees, he hears and he responds to the righteous. I said he responds. I should have left my glasses alone. (laughs) Now they're trying to slide. God responds to the righteous. Righteousness has to do with people of character. People with the right attitude. People who have the right actions. People who are obedient to his word. The psalmist says in Psalms 34, 15, and then 17 to 19, the eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous. Righteous and his ears are open to their cry. Verse 17 says the righteous cry. Not just anybody. The righteous cry. And the Lord hears, wait a minute, and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord, verse 18, is near to those who have a broken heart and saves such as have a contrite or crush spirit. Humble yourself. Acknowledge that you've done wrong. Ain't nobody right all the time. About everything. After God gave his condition. And I'm hastening. In verse 14 of 2nd Chronicles. He said in verses 15 and 16. 2 Chronicles 7. Y'all got to go home and check this out. He said, my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to every prayer made in this place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got to have some prayers up in Abyssinia. Yeah. Y'all ain't going to help me somebody. God says, if you, if you pray faithfully, genuinely, not a band-aid thing, I'm going to listen and hear for I have chosen this temple. You know the only reason we still open? <laughs> yeah. Y'all all know it. Yeah. God says, yeah. I'm not through with ABC yet. That's right, that's right. God said, don't you worry about who's not here. They, their journey here was supposed to be over. I got people here that's supposed to be here and more on their way if my people who are called by my name. Yeah. Yeah. Who is God talking to? Is he talking to you? Yeah. God says do what I told you to do and I'm closing. Four problems or enemies of revival. I want to give you. Get this. Four enemies of revival that are mentioned in verse 14. I ain't said no, I'm reading the Bible. Enemy number one, pride. Enemy number two, prayerlessness. Enemy number three, Misplaced priorities. Enemy number four, presumption. Presumption, presumption. Pride, prayerlessness, priorities that are misplaced, and presumption. I said, Pride is an enemy of revival. Give me five minutes. And the res- recipe for repentance is humility. Am I right about it? that word translated pride in the Old Testament means to rise or to swell up? You got a whole lot of swollen up people. Think you all that? Y'all don't want to be messing around with prideful people, men or women. Think they all are that. They walk with the head. Of them. <laughs> you, you ever see them? I used to have a guy would look at me and twist his glasses and look. I said, "Man, you better swell on away from me." (laughs) I I wasn't as uh, sanctified as I am now, but I don't like folk that act like they all that. Yo, come on, you you like like people to act like they better than you. God blessed them with a new car, and all they do is shine it. Can't come to church. Pride for people speaks of people making more of themselves and their abilities than they do of God. Pride says, I don't need God. I can make my own way. Pride says, I know best. I call the shots in my life. But God says in Proverbs 6, I hate pride for people. I hate a proud look. Don't even look pride. A lying tongue. God hates a liar. And hands that shed, and some, these folk out there capping and blowing people, wow. They in big trouble. They're running race, shooting people. Could be my sons and daughters and, and, and people I love. That would crush me. Hearts that devise wicked imaginations think of anything. Feet that swift to to mischief or false witness that speaks lies and sows. God hates a person that sows discord. Don't you be guilty of causing trouble in the body of Christ. Don't you dare, God says. Don't you get on the phone and start talking about the preacher ain't this, that, and the other. Talk about yourself. And every sin mentioned in that Proverbs is a result of pride. Let me hurry up. Not only pride, but prayerlessness. That's an enemy of revival. God's people are challenged to pray. You understand that prayerlessness is the first cousin to pride. Prayerlessness, when you don't pray, it says, I don't need to call on the Lord. I can make it just fine without his help prayer, not praying, says uh, uh, does not say he is all I need, but rather it says I'm all that I need. Prayerlessness relies on self and the resources self can produce. Prayerlessness says I don't need to pray to no Jesus. I don't need no crutch. And you're already walking around on a broken limb prayer is the ultimate statement of inability. It looks to God with surrendering face and says, I can't do it without you. I don't want to do it without you. Is anybody in here? I don't want to do it without you, Lord. Whatever it is, I don't want to do it without you. Oh, not only pride, prayerlessness, I'm almost done misplaced priorities. Notice we see the place for priorities where God's people are told, here we go, seek his face. That word, get this y'all, the word seek means to search out by any method. Especially worship and prayer. Face refers to the countenance to turn toward his direction. I heard a songwriter say that he's leaning in my direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somebody sit have and start praying and crying. Gotta lean, yeah, yeah, yeah. lean, in. Yeah, yeah. lean, leaning, leaning in your direction. Uh, you gotta learn to lean back. He's leaning, but you gotta lean back. You gotta want it. You want to gotta be working. Am I right about it? Uh, Revival doesn't come to people who seek revival, but to people who seek God or the Lord. I'm talking about God's recipe for revival. When God is Our priority, the thing he cares about, are the things that you and I should care about. Am I right about it? I said pride is the enemy of revival. Prayer is an enemy. Misplaced priorities are the enemy. But lastly, presumption is an enemy of revival. Uh, God's people are told in verse 14, I'm looking at it again, turn from their wicked ways. Uh, That is, they are to forsake their sins and embrace holiness. The problem with Israel is that they were guilty of presuming upon the grace and mercies. And goodness of the Lord. You and I just can't assume. That everything. Is going to be alright. No. Revival only comes to those. Who are honest about their own sins. Who confess them. Who forsake them. And turn to God. With their hearts. The Bible says. Jeremiah 29. 13. And you shall seek me and find me when you search for me with all of your heart, not just a piece, but all your heart. Stop giving that man or woman all your heart. (laughs) Give God all your heart and let him place The love for your husband, your wife, your children. He knows how, but he's got all. Love the Lord God with all your heart, all your mind, all of you. Am I right about it? You defeat the enemies of pride, prayerlessness, misplaced priorities and presumption. I said, I'm closing, but God promised he would hear. He would forgive and he would heal am i right about it you want to get this ribbon pointer i found out that word heal means to stitch back together yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. we were torn we were ripped yeah. we were broken god the potter yeah. he's gotta put back uh, the broken pieces yeah. he's gotta stitch us back uh, I don't know about you, but I've been wounded, I've got scars, I'm bleeding, but God says, come to me, all oh, you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will. I will, I will, I will, I will give you an answer, ain't he all right, ain't he all right, ain't he all right, ain't he all right? Ain't he all right? Say yeah, say yeah, say yeah. God's recipe for revival. He's got it. I've given it to you. I've given it what he told me to give you. We celebrate revival. I know everybody can't be in church, but some of you should be ashamed of yourself. Some of you. You just keep feeding the old you. You want everything, comfort, creature comforts. God said, I watched over you last night. When you got in 12, 1, 2 o'clock in the morning and already knew you wasn't going to come to church. You were tired out there when you were doing your due. But you hang hung in there. I ain't got no problem with that. I went to a wedding. I've done three weddings in four weeks. I was at a wedding last week. And I, Saturday it was. Had another one yesterday. Had another one a few weeks ago. Some of y'all was at the wedding. Ashley, don't you say nothing. <laughs> I said I wasn't going to say nothing, but <sighs> honey, don't you say nothing. I haven't danced in forty years. For real, ain't cut a step. I've been places. Then I had this operation, two hips, and a year, October made a year, so this is a year and a few weeks. But I was at the wedding. Can I tell it, Lord? don't 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 judge me. Don't judge me. Chantella, don't judge your Pastor. <laughs> my wife was going to teach my daughter to bop. She started teaching her how to bop. Old school, bop. Anybody know? Her? Bop, bop, bop. And I don't know what the record was on, but my feet thought I said, Lord, I ain't moved these legs like this in 40, 45 years. Get up. I cut in with my wife and did some kind of. I know it's ungodly. But I was there and I heard somebody, hug. He got new hips. Deacon talk. I'm a, I'm a rat on Targ John, Deacon Johnston said he got new hips. Mr. Preston, don't judge me over there. I'm still godly. I didn't get out there and do no twisting and turning. But guess what? Because I'm out of shape, the hip said, uh-huh. I had a nurse it back. But I found out dancing to get you in shape. I told my wife, honey, we're going to put on some songs at home. Yeah. Yeah. Everything moved. Now, no wonder I never, when I was out there, I, 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 I danced all night long. Didn't break them. Listen, I sat down, and this is the last thing. Okay, we're going to do communion. I sat down. I shouldn't even tell you. People was looking, Pastor, Reverend. And I, was, I, I wanted to, <gasps> I said, uh, <clears throat> <clears throat> <laughs> brother, I was like, but I didn't want nobody to see me. Right? If you had been year I was like dignified, wiping my head like this. I said, Lord, have mercy! <laughs> You're gonna die on the floor. You can have fun in the Lord. That's all I'm saying. Just be moderation. Know who you're around. Don't do it around everybody and anybody because they take it the wrong way. Am I right about it? But don't judge. God says, I'm looking at your heart. Somebody in here, out there, God's recipe for revival confess your sins, acknowledge that you're a sinner. Give your life to Jesus Christ. He's the one that died for your sins and mine. Is there one in here? Is there one out there? Are you here? All of us are going to die sooner or later from the pulpit to the door, ceiling to the floor. And if you don't have a relationship with the God of heaven through God the Son, your eternity destination is in trouble jesus said i go to prepare a place for you in heaven that where i am there you can be also is anybody in here not saved it wants to be how about out there raise your hand up i see you. i see you out there i see you wave that hand put it up repeat this prayer dear lord i know that i'm a sinner and i can't save myself i accept your son the lord jesus christ As my personal savior from this day forward, I surrender to him my life. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving me. If you don't have a church home, the doors of ABC is open. Why don't you come? Why don't you come? You see it on the screen. Call us, come next week, 10:30. You're a backslider, you're out of fellowship. You want to be restored back to the joy of your salvation this is your time why don't you come is there one out there is there one not pass me by sing that savior savior then we go on into communion i need communion Here, my God, pass me by. Go ahead, Elder. Go ahead, Elder. Why thou art called a Savior, do? not pass me by. Give God some praise. Give God some praise. We're going to take communion. Everybody have a communion kit? Is there anybody that needs one? I can't see, but y'all look and see if anybody hand up. Out there, y'all have a Cracker and juice, or something, we're doing this in remembrance of what the Lord Jesus Christ did for us. Pull back the top portion. Remember, on that night that Jesus was betrayed, they called the Last Supper. He got together with his disciples. He says, Oftentimes, as you do this, you do show forth remembrance of me. And he blessed the bread, that bread represented his body. That would be given abused then he poured the fruit of the vine he gave and he blessed it and said drink do this in remembrance of my shed blood because without the shedding of my blood there could be no forgiveness of sins and they did this take the wafer this represents his body let's eat remembering that he gave his body thank you god hallelujah that gives me strength. Pull back the t- bottom portion. This represents his shed blood. Never. I'm getting it. There it is. I got it. I got it. Let's drink and remember. We're not drinking his blood. We're remembering his shed blood. Let's drink together. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord the bible says they went away celebrating let's go i'll see you guys wednesday minister presley's preaching amen 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 give god some praise It will never